Mayfield's Talk 1041. Welcome to the show, everyone. My name is Nick Reed. We do have happy hour at Retro Metro. Great way to kick off the weekend. While you're there, you can ask about the following days, Oktoberfest festivities. That, And if you've done any sort of special event at Retro Metro, you know how incredible it is. The, the one that I've done, I took my mom there for Mother's Day, and it was so fantastic. So the full German buffet they're going to be doing on Saturday and the outside uh, festivities and live music and beer. It's just going to be the place you want to be for Oktoberfest. That is Retro Metro. And you can, if you have any questions about it, uh, you can, we can ask uh, uh, Chef Tiny. He's almost always there when we're there or uh, Sela or Taylor or um, there's a you know whole slew of those folks over there that can give you all the information that you that you need in terms of cost for the buffet and there's not I, I had thought in the beginning that there was essentially a cover charge um, and you had to have tickets ahead of time but I found out oh nope that's not actually the case um, so it's much more convenient that way if you want to maybe just do the drinking part but not the eating part you can or the eating part not the drinking part you can it accommodates everyone's wishes. We are broadcasting live this morning from none other than Scramblers, the Friday Roadshow, sponsored by Affordable Towing. And now the latest news update. Good morning from Color 10 Studios. I'm Angela Luna. A pedestrian is in critical condition this morning after being hit by a car last night in Springfield. Police confirming with Color 10 the person was struck on sunshine between Campbell and Jefferson. That road is back open this morning after briefly being shut down. Police say the driver of the vehicle is cooperating and there were no signs of impairment. The driver was not hurt in the crash. Business owners in downtown Springfield say road closures from city utilities construction work is affecting their bottom lines. Roads are closed for a block in either direction and of the intersection of Campbell and College as crews upgrade water and gas lines in the area. The owner of Harbell's, which reopened less than a month ago, tells Color 10 he is having to create massive discounts to keep business moving and his workers employed. City utilities say that the construction could be done either by the end of this week or early next week. From Colorton Studios, I'm Angela Luna. All right, now the first alert forecast sponsored by Navant, employee benefits that work. A frost advisory until 9 this morning for counties west of Springfield. Cloudy day, 67, 36 tonight. Sunshine high of 60 tomorrow with morning wind chills around 30. And then Sunday sunny with a high of 69. Anthony Carricker is here. And there was, um, Alex had sent out to folks that have me, Sarah, clients of IWantAGreatHomeLoan.com, past clients. I always figure once you have been a client, you always are a client. And it, it was an official uh, sort of, hey, we'll let everyone know for the those of you that don't, um, and we've touched on it here, but the, the the official some time ago passing the torch that Don did with with you all, and it's something, of course, I've known for a couple of years that this, you know, was occurring, that this was sort of his master plan, yeah. was his, his retirement plan was to leave things in the hands of you and, and Alex and the team yep. for that consistency. Um, but, you know, people don't know what goes on behind the scenes, and people are starting like, well, where's Don? What's going on? Well, what's going on? And so, actually, Jeremy, what we were talking about, I said, we probably need to, like, just say something about it. We haven't really 
really said anything because, I don't know, we just hadn't figured it wasn't our place. And then, I kid you not, it was the next day, I see that email sent out. And I thought maybe Jeremy said something, and, and he didn't. It was just coincidental in timing. But just sort of a congratulations, finally, um, you know, in the, the re- long-awaited uh, transition to retirement. And, of course, to you guys for being able to keep things going and uh, for future and maybe even generations to come. Yep. And like he always said, you know, he was riding off into the sunset. So he, he's finally crested the horizon and he's made it. Yeah. It's funny because, again, the perception versus what goes on behind the scenes, which is understandable. And people are like, well, all of the sudden, all of the sudden, I'm like, actually, this has been happening for a couple of years now yeah. <laughs> that I'm aware he, of. He's been talking about yeah. it for at least a couple, maybe closer to five to my recollection. Just yeah. kind of, oh, man, it'd be really nice to retire yeah. one of these days. Finally but. did it. Now, of course, retirement to him is evidently throwing himself completely into um, you know, the the political components of particularly oh, yeah. Christian County Central Committee. And you know, why reduce the stress <laughs> when you retire? You got to try right. and pop that heart. Anyway, I know it's not why, of course, we have you on here, but I, I did want to mention that for people who have wondered why, how come when, you know, we've been talking with you mostly, sometimes yeah. Alex and, and John for a while, but we haven't for some time. And that's because he's, yeah, he's le- loving and living the retirement and finally got it all passed along. So uh, outside of all of that. Well, in relation to that topic, just because I just got this question um, here at Scramblers, we did not have any ownership claim in USA Mortgage, for those who may have been mm. curious. That seems to have been kind of a common misconception that Don yeah. started that business or owned that business. So they still exist. They're still right. there. We hold no ill will against them. But we have made that move yeah. over to Fairway Mortgage, which well, is one of the largest lenders in the nation. And so. also, that move wasn't some sort of connection to the previous conversation we nope. were having. I think some None people whatsoever. like, well, wait a minute. They moved and Don's not there and everything. Just opportune timing. Total coincidence and timing that that We found a a way to do better for our clients, and so far that's, you know, proven to be true. So, you know, we've enjoyed the move, and we're we're loving it over at Fairway. But for any of those people who are like, oh, no, what happened to USA Mortgage? Nothing. It's still there. The best lending team in Springfield just isn't there anymore. Oh, oh, there you go. (laughs) There you go. in the mortgage news world, we have kind of a big deal coming out. Uh, Starting the weekend after after November 18th of this year, Fannie Mae is actually going to start letting owner-occupied duplexes, triplexes, and fourplexes be bought with no more than 5% down payments. And that is a change from? 25 to 15 was the spread before on any of those properties. Except for FHA, you used to be able to do that, and Don has been, you know, pitching that plan for years. We've talked about, you know, Alex and I buying those duplexes we did when we were young, moving into them. That was how we did that, was an FHA loan, got in, low down payment, got the property bought. As long as you lived in the one half, everything was gravy. That was the only way to do that before, and there were obviously some drawbacks to that FHA loan compared to a conventional program. So they're actually rolling this out, like I said, the weekend after November 18th is when this will start, and as long as it is an owner-occupied scenario, you are actually able to do that 5% down payment with a Fannie loan. So conventional loan, 5% down, and... You know, that that whole duplex concept, and he had talked about it, he talked about it around the time that you all were doing it, and I've thought to my... It was nothing I ever ever thought about when I was sort of getting out there into the world on my own. 
because no one had really ever suggested it, but oh, that yeah. is you, you at a young age, you purchase one of those, you live in one half, tenants live in the other half, they essentially pay for that more, and eventually you own it outright, and there you've got a property that you lived in at the same time. While It's just yep. such a, it and that, seems like a no-brainer. That touches on another little caveat that's better about this versus the FHA program in some ways is you had to have what they called a liquidity test or self-sufficiency test, I mean, on the FHA program, meaning that that property actually had to be able to sustain itself from its own payment um, in the event that you, say, fell out of work or something, Got if you it. were living in one half, that other half or other couple units actually had to be able to make that payment entirely. That, as of now, is not a rule on this new Fannie rollout. Okay. So should be a better program all around. And we've talked about this a little bit before as well. Cash out refis are a way to buy investment properties, people. We just had two close here in the past couple weeks that... That's what the people are doing. Take the equity out of their primary residence, yeah. use that to get into another investment that is going to make them more money than that whole scenario was costing them, increasing their monthly cash flow. It's a great plan if you can do it. Come check with us and see if it's a possibility. And for a lot of people, the concept like, well, that sounds interesting. I think I understand the concept, but it sounds complicated. That's where you guys come in? Yes, indeed. And, you know, if it sounds a little scary, it can be with the wrong people guiding you. We aren't going to tell you to do something that's a bad move for you. We're going to try and help you guys build your financial future and, you know, hopefully put some uh, distance between yourselves and the rest of society as far as that goes. And, you know, better for yourself and your kids and everybody around you. It's always great to see you, and um, hope you have a great weekend. Thank you. You as well. All right. Hopefully, I'll see you at a happy hour. Yeah, happy hour. Retro Metro 4 to 6, and uh, that's a great, of course, resource, too. Then if you do have uh, questions, you're listening right now, uh, swing on by, and uh, possibly Anthony will be out there with us. Yes, absolutely. I want a great homeloan.com. Because you do. Uh, Traffic update now. I'm Nick Reed. Sarah Myers. Thank you. Well, I've been telling you over the past, I don't know, probably year and a half, Quick Draw Gun and Monet, they have been uh, upgrading, updating their shop down in Monet to better serve you. And they just actually had their brand new grand reopening over the weekend to kind of showcase the hundreds of firearms that they have in stock. And right now is a really good time if you have not been down there to take a trip down to Monet. I promise you won't be disappointed because now that they have that expanded shop, they they have hundreds of firearms. They're able to keep more ammo restocked. Plus, they also offer more services as well. And if you have that person that is kind of difficult to shop for for Christmas, I highly recommend that you check out their Coating services and their custom laser engraving as well. Plus, I do also want to mention that they do uh, some minor gunsmithing services down there as well. They can help you with custom setups. And if you are new to the firearm world, the team down there at Quick Draw Gun, they are fantastic to work with. So whatever your situation is, whether you are uh, wanting to add to your collection or maybe you're like me and you are a brand new firearm owner that has tons of questions, Quick Draw Gun in Monet is the place to go. Now you can find all of the contact information for Brad and his team under the Sarah's Endorsements tab at KSGF.com. You may have seen the story about a man arrested demanding to see, he was armed, demanding to see the governor of Wisconsin. He had evidently showed up armed. He was arrested, and then he was released, and then he showed up armed again with a bigger, scarier gun. And the governor of Wisconsin is a Democrat, so, uh uh-oh, here we go. Finally, we're seeing one of those MAGA hat-wearing Trump supporters that we're supposed to be afraid of 
Oopsie daisies, he's a Bernie Sanders supporter. The shirtless man arrested for carrying the gun while demanding to see the Wisconsin governor is, according to records, a Bernie Sanders supporter. Joshua Pleznik was arrested Wednesday in the Wisconsin state capitol in Madison after open carrying a handgun and demanding security officers allow him to see the state's Democratic governor, Tony Evers. A Capitol staffer alert uh, said that Pleznik was told he could not open carry in the Capitol. Pleznik stated he would not comply with that order. Pleznik was arrested for openly carrying a firearm in a public building. While being interviewed, he said he would continue coming to the Capitol until he spoke to the governor about domestic abuse towards men. He later returned to the building after posting bail for his arrest, this time carrying a, quote, AK-style rifle. And once again demanded to speak with Evers, he was taken into protective custody. Federal Election Commission records show that he twice donated small amounts to Bernie Sanders, one donation of $3 and another to $27. You know, Bernie likes to brag about those small donations. Please, Nick, would not be the first Sanders supporter to pose a threat to elected leaders. It was a Sanders volunteer in 2017 who, of course, shot up the GOP congressional baseball practice, injuring uh, numerous individuals. Uh, Representative Scalise, of course, uh, was one of the more seriously injured. And then in June of last year, a left-wing activist from California attempted to kill conservative Supreme Court justices, starting with uh, Brett Cass in an effort to stop the court from overruling Roe v. Wade. And I don't know if there is any evidence that that Democrat activist was a Bernie Sanders supporter, but I, what, what is it with these left-wing individuals that are, are so focused on how horrible guns are, how people shouldn't have it, but here they like show up at ball fields, they shoot Republicans, they show up in Wisconsin demanding to to talk to the the uh, the, the the governor. And in fact, I wonder who has had more supporters, murder political opposition, and or shown up with firearms demanding to see a government official. Trump volunteers or Bernie Sanders volunteers? I, that's just a strict factual question, right? I mean, we, we talk about whom it is in our society that we are supposed to be most afraid of. We talk about whom it is in our society that we're, we're all told are the real dangers. In fact, we uh, it was revealed this week in an article for, by Newsweek that the FBI has created a new potential domestic terrorist category, and it's Trump supporters. Because Trump supporters are the ones that we're supposed to be fearful of. Yet if you look at the individuals who actually do carry out the shootings, who actually do show up demanding to speak uh, with a, a, a governor, in the case of Wisconsin, carrying a firearm, and then they, they're arrested, they come back with an even bigger, scarier firearm. It's not Trump supporters who do this stuff. It's left-wingers. If you look at whom it was that showed up to assassinate Brett Kavanaugh, not a Trump supporter. You see the difference between reality and what they claim is reality? We have the Federal Bureau of Investigation. We have the Department of Justice in this country 
that isn't only spreading disinformation about whom it is that's the most danger to society, politically speaking in this country, but actively act on that disinformation, actively target the people that, in reality, have demonstrated they are much, much, much less likely to be dangerous. This is the world that they've crafted. Springfield's Talk 104.1. I'm Nick Reed. 10 o'clock this morning, you can get two Haunt Combo Passes, everyone's favorite. It is as synonymous with Springfield as Bass Pro and Cashew Chicken. That is Hotel of Terror and Dungeons of Doom. And you can at 10 o'clock at KSGF.com. Get the two Haunt Pass Combo. For $21. That's normally $42. So for 21 bucks, they're going to go quickly. I know this because it's a great deal and because of the extreme popularity of Hotel of Terror and Dungeons of Doom. So I recommend that if this is something you want to take advantage of, you get ready and be on KSGF.com when the clock hits 10. Okay. We also have... I know I keep mentioning it, but love for you to join us at Happy Hour Retro Metro 4 to 6. Coming up before the end of the show, we have an announcement to make regarding Heroes Breakfast. All right? This is uh, exciting news that I want to share with you. Now, for those of you who are familiar with Heroes Breakfast, Heroes Breakfast is something that we've been doing for years, years and years and years. Before we were even here, I mean, I, probably 10 years, eight, eight years at least, we've been doing Heroes Breakfast. And that is where about once a month, with many of our partners, we do a free breakfast for veterans. So I've got an announcement coming up here before the end of the show regarding that, that I want to share with you. All right. Now, if you happen to miss it. Don't worry, you can go back and listen to it on the on-demand section. We'll, we'll be posting information as well, so you're in the loop on it. In the meantime, let's get the final traffic update of the morning. I'm Nick Reed. Instead, I want to talk to Luke. He's with Beatles Property Maintenance. How are you this morning? I am doing well. How are you? Well, I'm hoping that you're going to save this train wreck of a show. That's what? You know what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so let's talk about Beatles Property Maintenance. And since the boss is away, what's it really like to work over there? <laughs> I absolutely love the guys. I do. Um, it is actually an honor to to partner up with them, to, to be on their team. Um, they are a great group of people that uh, I, I've had the, the honor of knowing Bruce for a while, and he's has the same mindset as me, you know, mission-minded, and, and he's, I don't want to give him a big head, you know. But uh, sounds exactly like Sarah describing working with me. Uh-huh. That's exactly yep. <laughs> right. So what exactly do you do over there? I'm a tech. Okay. So uh, we, we go and we fix whatever needs to be done. Um, we're doing a lot with uh, property managers. Um, you know, as a property manager, management, you have, you wear a lot of hats. And we're just going to try and help them relieve some of their issues because, you know, maybe maintenance isn't their their forte. And so if we can step in and we can relieve some of their stress and do, uh, we do everything from 
you know, a final punch list, just going in and making sure all the light covers are on, do uh, uh, mold remediation. Uh, the environmental crew that spends most of their days under a house, they are awesome. That's There's no way I could do it, and they are they are some awesome, awesome people and do a great job. I had um, some of your, your team out, and they installed a vapor barrier, and I have one of those old-timey farmhouses that, you know, has just this little itty-bitty crawl space, and they were under the house for probably like six hours installing that vapor barrier, and I thought, oh, I don't know how you guys do that, like, day after day. I don't get it. Um, so whenever you say property services... So how does that relationship work? Um, well, they will uh, they will get a hold of the office, and and we'll get um, they they send a list of what we need okay. what they need done, and we'll go in and and we'll just fix it, make it happen. Oh well, that's pretty simple. That's, it. <laughs> that's pretty simple. <laughs> so um, let me shift gears here. What makes Beatles different than other maintenance companies? I, I talk about you guys every single day, but I kind of want it from the aspect of an employee. Yeah. I want to say love. I, I, I truly, um, they, they portray love in everything they do. Bruce says every day in our meetings, Let's make a positive impact in somebody's life today. You know, we can we can change whatever they need changed. You know, whether it's physical or mental or mechanical in their house, but let's see if we can make a mental change with them. Oh, make a positive. I like that. Bruce, he's such a good guy. Um, okay, so you've been out there, you've been working. Is there anything that you've noticed that's been popping up around the Ozarks and homes more than others recently? Um, well, just the last few days, we've had, uh, you know, some rain. I was going to say sump <laughs> pumps, probably. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So that's, right. that'll keep them busy for a little bit. Very good. Well, Luke, I definitely appreciate you coming out here talking with me this morning. It was very nice to meet you. Yes, you too. And you're not nearly as mean as Nick said. Uh, he, you know what? He's hateful to me. She is not a nice person. No, I am. <laughs> she is not a nice person. Did you look at Jeremy looking at us right now? <laughs> Yeah, I guess he agreed. All right. Well, Luke, um, I, I really appreciate you coming out here. If you're out there, you do have some home repairs or maintenance that needs to be addressed. You can find all of the contact information for Beatles Property Maintenance under the Sarah's Endorsements tab at KSGF.com. This is Sarah Myers with Springfield's Talk 1041. The authoritarian left, they continue to become more and more comfortable revealing and expressing their dictator approach, dictatorship approach to dealing with people that do not fall in line. And on uh, CNN with Christian Amanpour yesterday said that we may need in this country to have formal deprogramming of Trump supporters, formal deprogramming that we should have some sort of system that deals with Trump supporters in the same manner that you deal with cult members and have formal deprogramming. This is how authoritarian they have become. If you do not believe what they believe, if you do not display total and complete obedience, then much like every other 
extreme totalitarian regime ever, they put you in re-education camps. Communists do it. Nazis do it. This is a common character trait that you see from these human psychopaths, and that is anyone who questions us, anyone who disagrees with us, there's something wrong with you and you will be deprogrammed. This is what goes on in communist China as we speak. This is what their concentration camps are oftentimes set up to do. It is to deprogram those that believe in freedom and liberty. It is to deprogram the human beings that question authority. And to have a former candidate for the presidency, to have someone that, you st- that gets invited to universities to speak, that gets invited on shows like on CNN to give her level of expert opinion, to openly call for, quote, deprogramming people that don't agree with her position on things, that are Trump supporters. Now, of course, most of you recognize that anyone who knows anything about cult behavior recognizes that the last thing, the last thing, Trump supporters are in character traits are cult followers as opposed to people on the left. I mean, if, if that's a debate, a compare and contrast they want to have all day long, they're going to have it all day long. Cult followers, just talking about strictly cults, just to go down some of the, the character traits in dealing with cults. Number one, you listen to the leader and you never question the leader. Well, nobody ever questions Trump. Really? Then why doesn't every Trump supporter have a vaccine? Just to give you one example. I mean, if Trump supporters were simply cult members, there would not be a Trump supporter that was not vaccinated. Yet, politically speaking, that's the portion of the population that's least likely to get COVID vaccines. That's not cult-like behavior. Cult-like behavior are people who, because they're told, Fauci, this guy here, you listen to what he says, don't question him. And it doesn't matter how many boosters he can say to get, how often they step in line, they do it. It doesn't matter that he says one day, masks don't work, and then they abide by that. The next day, oh, yes, they do, and then they abide by that. Cult followers can be told one day, science... Man is man, woman is a woman. The next day, by the way, none of that matters anymore. This is the new definition. Okay, whatever you say goes. Cult followers can scream the mantra about walls being racist and the separation of children at the border being one of the most horrific human rights atrocities in existence. Wake up one day, be told by the cult leaders that that's no longer the case, and they're just fine with it. So if we want to take a real true evaluation of which grouping of voters is more likely to demonstrate cult member-like behavior, all day long we can do that. But you know something else that you don't hear? You don't hear Republicans talk about formally deprogramming people on the left because of their political beliefs. 
Springfield's Talk 1041. I'm Nick Reed. All right, the fall like weather, it's it's sneaking in. But we're definitely going to feel it tomorrow. For today, clouds at 67 the high. Tonight, mostly clear with a low of 36. Sunny, 60 tomorrow. Morning wind chill around 30. And then Sunday, sunny with a high of 69. Sarah Myers. Thank you. And typically during this time frame, I have Bruce with Beatles Property Maintenance. But he texted me earlier this week, said he couldn't make it. So instead, he He uses sent... one phone call to text you. Uh-huh. Yeah. His one phone call. Is that what I said? No, that's what I was saying. Oh. I was I was suggesting he's in jail. Oh, well. One I... phone call. It was a joke. Well, I did also have like six thanks cups. For, thanks, for, thanks for helping me make that land, Sarah. Oh, sorry. Well, you know, I have had like six cups of coffee, so I'm kind of in that like jittery phrase of my morning. I don't, I don't want to talk about this. I don't want to talk about it either. You know who I want to talk to? Instead, I want to talk to Luke. He's with Beatles Property Maintenance. How are you this morning? I am doing well. How are you? Well, I'm hoping that you're going to save this train wreck of a show. That's what? You know what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. So let's talk about Beatles Property Maintenance. And since the boss is away, what's it really like to work over there? <laughs> I absolutely love the guys. I do. Um, it is actually an honor to to partner up with them to to be on their team. Um, they are a great group of people that uh, I I've had the the honor of knowing Bruce for a while, and he's has the same mindset as me. You know, mission minded, and and he's I don't want to give him a big head, you know. But uh, sounds exactly like Sarah describing working with me. Uh huh. Exactly yep. <laughs> right. So, what exactly do you do over there? I'm a tech. Okay. So uh, we we go and we fix whatever needs to be done. Um, we're doing a lot with uh, property managers. Um, you know, as a property manager, management you have you wear a lot of hats, and we're just going to try and help them relieve some of their issues because you know maybe maintenance isn't their their forte and so if we can step in and we can relieve some of their stress and do uh we do everything from you know a final punch list just going in and making sure all the light covers are on do uh, uh mold remediation uh the environmental crew that spends most of their days under a house they are awesome that's there's no way i could do it and they are they are some awesome awesome people and do a great job i had um some of your your team out and they installed a vapor barrier and i have one of those old timey farmhouses that you know has just this little itty bitty crawl space and they were under the house for probably like six hours installing that vapor barrier and i thought oh i don't know how you guys do that like day after day i don't get it um so whenever you say property services so how does that relationship work um well they will uh they will get a hold of the office and and we'll get um they they send a list of what we need okay. what they need done and we'll go in and, and we'll just fix it, make it happen. Oh, well, that's pretty simple. That's, <laughs> that's pretty simple. So um, let me shift gears here. What makes Beatles different than other maintenance companies? I, I talk about you guys every single day, but I kind of want it from the aspect of an employee. Yeah. I want to say love. I, I, I truly, um, 
they they portray love in everything they do. Bruce says every day in our meetings, let's make a positive impact in somebody's life today. You know, we can we can change whatever they need changed. You know, whether it's physical or mental or mechanical in their house, but let's see if we can make a mental change with them, Aww. make a positive. I like that. Bruce, he's such a good guy. Um, okay, so you've been out there, you've been working. Is there anything that you've noticed that's been popping up around the Ozarks and homes more than others recently? Um, well, just the last few days, we've had, uh, you know, some rain. I was going to say sump pumps, probably. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. So that, right. that'll keep them busy for a little bit. Very good. Well, Luke, I definitely appreciate you coming out here talking with me this morning. It was very nice to meet you. Yes, you too. And you're not nearly as mean as Nick said. Uh, you, you know what? He's hateful to me. She is not a nice person. No, I am. <laughs> she is not a nice person. Did you look at Jeremy looking at us right now? <laughs> Yeah, I guess he agreed. All right. Well, Luke, um, I, I really appreciate you coming out here. If you're out there, you do have some home repairs or maintenance that needs to be addressed. You can find all of the contact information for Beatles Property Maintenance under the Sarah's Endorsements tab at KSGF.com. This is Sarah Myers with Springfield's Talk 1041. The authoritarian left, they continue to become more and more comfortable revealing and expressing their dictator approach, dictatorship approach to dealing with people that do not fall in line. And on uh, CNN with Christian Amanpour yesterday said that we may need in this country to have formal deprogramming of Trump supporters, formal deprogramming that we should have some sort of system that deals with Trump supporters in the same manner that you deal with cult members and have formal deprogramming. This is how authoritarian they have become. If you do not believe what they believe, if you do not display total and complete obedience, then much like every other extreme totalitarian regime ever, they put you in re-education camps. Communists do it. Nazis do it. This is a common character trait that you see from these human psychopaths. And that is anyone who questions us, anyone who disagrees with us, there's something wrong with you and you will be deprogrammed. This is what goes on in communist China as we speak. This is what their concentration camps are oftentimes set up to do. It is to deprogram those that believe in freedom and liberty. It is to deprogram the human beings that question authority. And to have a former candidate for the presidency, to have someone that, you st that gets invited to universities to speak, that gets invited on shows like on CNN to give her level of expert opinion, to openly call for, quote, deprogramming people that don't agree with her position on things, that are Trump supporters. Now, of course, most of you recognize that anyone who knows anything about cult behavior recognizes that the last thing, the last thing, 
Trump supporters are in character traits are cult followers as opposed to people on the left. I mean, if, if that's a debate, a compare and contrast they want to have all day long, they're going to have it all day long. Cult followers, just talking about strictly cults, just to go down some of the, the character traits in dealing with cults. Number one, you listen to the leader and you never question the leader. Well, nobody ever questions Trump. Really? Then why doesn't every Trump supporter have a vaccine? Just to give you one example. I mean, if Trump supporters were simply cult members, there would not be a Trump supporter that was not vaccinated. Yet, politically speaking, that's the portion of the population that's least likely to get COVID vaccines. That's not cult-like behavior. Cult-like behavior are people who, because they're told, Fauci, this guy here, you listen to what he says, don't question him. And it doesn't matter how many boosters he can say to get, how often they step in line, they do it. It doesn't matter that he says one day, masks don't work, and then they abide by that. The next day, oh, yes, they do, and then they abide by that. Cult followers can be told one day, science Man is man, woman is a woman. The next day, by the way, none of that matters anymore. This is the new definition. Okay, whatever you say goes. Cult followers can scream the mantra about walls being racist and the separation of children at the border being one of the most hum horrific human right atrocities in existence. Wake up one day, be told by the cult leaders that that's no longer the case, and they're just fine with it. So if we want to take a real true evaluation of which grouping of voters is more likely to demonstrate cult member-like behavior, all day long we can do that. But you know something else that you don't hear? You don't hear Republicans talk about formally deprogramming people on the left because of their political beliefs. Kind of dark in here. I wanted to read a review that I, I really like regarding Emily Johnson, House Theory Realty. And Jim noted that we contacted Emily about selling our home of 25 years. Emily suggested making some improvements to the house that would increase its value. She was so patient with us throughout the two years it took to uh, for us to complete the improvements. We had many questions. She was always quick to respond. We were selling our home in Springfield and buying a home in Texas. The process went smoothly because Emily took care of the details. We highly recommend Emily. She's knowledgeable, personal, and professional. And what you hear in that and what those who have worked with Emily Johnson know is that she cares. She really does genuinely care. You're not just... A, a commission to her. Uh, you are, are a person that she has taken the moral responsibility to do the best job and to care for. And you really get that with her. So if that's what you're looking for when it comes to potentially one of the single largest financial commitments that you're making in your entire life, and that is buying or selling a home, then you need Emily Johnson House Theory Realty. Now, I mentioned earlier in the hour that we have for I think eight years now, done a monthly breakfast with a number of different partners for veterans, usually monthly. 
and that it is, uh, we, we've called it Hero's Breakfast. And then I mentioned that we actually had some, or an announcement to make in that context. And uh, I know we've had Jeremy on before. He's uh, one of our account executives. So that's not your official title. And didn't, didn't the company change the title? Used to be salesperson, then account executive, now it's something else? Uh, I don't know. My whatever. Job, I've, my job has not changed. So <laughs> whatever, you want, whatever you want to call me, just don't call me late for dinner. And we... Um, it, you know, you're here on Fridays because, of course, uh, Scramblers is, is your account. And you some time ago and I, we, we're always having conversations about things that we can do differently and so forth. And so we are going to next Friday launch what we plan on also being roughly monthly. This isn't canceling out. This is in addition to we're still, excuse me, going to have our monthly Heroes Breakfast for Veterans. We're going to start doing for first responders. Yep. We've been very successful uh, and rather grateful for the level of success that we've had for our Veterans Breakfast um, and very grateful for the partnerships that we have with uh, our sponsors for that. Uh, obviously, scramblers, air service, all service, heating, air, plumbing, and electrical, serenity honors, delta roofing. Yep. Um, and so, you know, we're kind of kicking it around. We're like, you know what? How do we how do we grow this? How do we do more? Mm-hmm. How do we do more? Uh, and you know, law enforcement, uh, firefighter, EMT, healthcare. How do we how do we do something for them? Obviously, we didn't want to compartmentalize that to. Uh, the same exact day for multiple reasons. Uh, we're not trying to overshadow veterans, obviously. That's a uh, uh, well, yeah. And those the veterans, it's all it's packed already. Yes. Anyhow, it's packed. It would be difficult, probably, to serve everybody. So we're like, you know what? Hey, you know what? Second Friday of the of the month, which would be next week, Friday the thirteenth, right? Uh, perfect for Halloween, I guess. Uh, we're gonna do. We're going to do a first responders breakfast, so we're really excited about it. Yeah, this is the first time on this. Now, we, of course, we have gotten very accustomed to knowing in terms of people and everything, that you know, the numbers when it comes to our veterans' heroes' breakfast. Uh, and like you said, we didn't want to combine because that would just be overwhelming. We also didn't want to rotate that one because we like doing that monthly. So uh, the decision to do this with... Uh, first responders this upcoming Friday. Um, we're not really sure what sort of turnout. We're going to play it by ear. It's going to function the same way. And we should know, whenever we brought this idea up to uh, the folks that have scramblers, Julie, I she's like, yeah, that sounds totally awesome. We'll do that all day long. They were all about doing it. The gals uh, who take care of everyone, they were all completely on board. So if you aren't familiar with the way that it works uh, with veterans, the ones, the, the one that we'll be doing this upcoming Friday, a week from today, for first responders is we're set up, you know, you'll come in and you'll see us broadcasting here and Sarah and I are at the table and we'll have these certificates and you just grab one of them and then whenever, whomever it is that's going to be helping you comes to take your order, you just give that to them and that's how we keep track of how many breakfasts because, you know, they do have to get paid for and that's where we've got our, our partner right now with this one. Yes, so... Uh, Pyramid Roofing. You guys have you heard may, of Yeah, you roofing. may have heard of Pyramid. Yep, you may have heard of him. Uh, heard Josh on here with with Sarah. 
and they uh, stepped right up and they're like absolutely we love the idea and so awesome so thanks to scramblers and pyramid roofing we're going to be able to uh, provide breakfast for like i said law enforcement firefighters uh, and then all healthcare, including yeah, those... emt paramedic uh, i don't know the difference between those two so somebody enlighten us but yeah. i know that they're all both extremely important and uh, we have obviously um, a large uh, healthcare system here, multiple healthcare systems. Um, so yes, please come by, and uh, we'd love to be able to offer you free breakfast. Say thank you for what you do in this community, and uh, that's kind of what makes this community what it is. And so we're glad to be a part of, of that and the continued growth of being KSF being out in the in the Ozarks and, and doing these kind of things. I, I should note that. Obviously, there's the free breakfast component, but I, and of course, everyone's different. But I, I would argue that it, perhaps even more important is just the sort of getting together. I know that's what happens with the veterans' breakfast. That yeah, free breakfast is great, but that's not the real draw eventually. And I think in any profession, um, you have a degree of that where uh, you have a job, and only other people who have that same sort of job can really relate to certain things. And so while obviously the breakfast thing is important, uh, just you know, being here with other people that you don't even know but are right here and they work in in your same building or they do the same you know the same job as a first responder and just sort of bring everybody in that community together so that will be next friday it is going to be a free breakfast for first responders from 6 8 to 9 a all next week we'll be you know promoing it that way you don't forget and again thank you to scramblers because man those are busy days those days are much 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 busier for the gals as we have done the veterans ones and we'll continue to do that uh, but adding to the the calendar yep. these first responder breakfasts uh, is you know it's going to be uh, twice a, a month uh, should we continue on doing it that it's going to be very very busy to them so a big thank you to them for saying yep let's do it this is awesome and and, uh, of course, Pyramid Roofing as well. And I, I guess that's pretty much all the info we need to put out there. Yeah. I can let, think of. Let, let people know. All right. It's awesome. So there you have it. And all of you first responders, hopefully we'll see you here next week for your free breakfast from 6A to 9A. Going to quit a quick break and more show coming up here. I'm Nick Reed.